Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of She's the Barista. Yeah, hello. It's very great to have you back, and hello to everyone who is listening for the first time. This podcast is kindly supported by Ranchilio Germany. Thank you so much for making this possible. And yeah, what shall I say? We've had a long break. Um, a lot of things have happened since the last episode came out. And the world has gone a little bit upside down. I am very, very happy to introduce today's guest because he has a lot to tell you. He has a very, how can I say that? His life changed a lot since February this year. And I've met him um, at the end of May this year. And then all of a sudden he placed second in the world in Coffee and Good Spirits. Um, I want you to get to know him better because I got to know him and it really inspired me. So before I talk too much about him, let's talk with him. And I'm super, super happy to introduce to you uh, Vlad. Hello, Vlad. How are you? Hello, Nicole. I'm super fine. How are you today? <laughs> Well, today is a super hot day. We're both in Berlin. Um, summer is definitely here. So I'm happy to be inside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. It's super warm. I'm not really a uh, long time feel this uh, warm temperature around here. Yeah. yeah. Um, Vlad, there's uh, a lot has been happening in your life. And I got to meet you um, very well this year. And this is why I chose you as a podcast guest, because I think you're an extraordinary coffee professional. And at the start of our whole interview and podcast episode, I would just like to know a little bit of your coffee backstory, how you got into coffee and how it all developed and mm -hmm. how you came to the competition. Yeah, sure. I'm really to, to share it with, with you. You will be so happy. <laughs> right. Yeah. So how did you get into coffee? So I started my coffee journey and my coffee story around six or seven years ago in the Ukraine. Basically, I worked like a waiter in one confectionery. It's called a double decker. It's super nice cake and a coffee. It was a super popular place. And uh, I have worked with uh, one barista who really inspired me to work in the coffee and in a specialty also. Uh, and he just uh, sent me uh, a link for a and I look at this coffee it's like okay yeah uh, coffee is interesting it's kind of uh, good vibe out there things and uh, also a competition is super excite me that actually it's it can it can be you know it's not just a drink or something yeah and uh After this, I started to look in uh, some places where I can grow up and develop myself as a, as a barista and uh, find my currently company is uh, Fund Coffee, call it. Yeah, mm -hmm. and just started with them to, to work as a barista. After that, like a few months, I started to be as a head barista and get some masterclass, coaching and a competition. Uh, the first my competition was the Coffee and Good Spirits, actually. And they fucked up uh, very well. I have like overtime one, like two minutes. <laughs> because <laughs> my, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because Malconink Kasoti, I think, yeah, it's like uh, clean it, burn uh -huh. it, clean it. Yeah, and they're like, oh shit. And I don't know uh, about the like timeout, say like technical stuff. Yeah. Uh, now I'm better know the rules and the regulations of the competition <laughs> is the first <laughs> what I what I do. So what happened? So you had a technical issue, but you forgot to say technical timeout, yeah? Yeah, yeah, and I uh, I fixed it. Uh, read uh, the rules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I should we fix it the grinder on the stage in a competition. It was uh. super weird. <laughs> yeah. But drink was good, actually. <laughs> so why did you uh, compete with cocktails? Did you have a cocktail background before? Or was it something that you just really uh, liked? Or? Actually, no. I never work in a bar. Mm. Uh, I just interesting to, in the mixology, in the taste, in the flavors. And uh, also 
my friend is a chef, like uh, mm -hmm. in, a, in a restaurant, and uh, he also tried to make a molecular cuisine, and it's, it's also inspired me to compete in this kind of mixology, because uh, like a barista or brewer's cup is more like about the coffee and the barista skills, and here you more like open mind in a coffee and good spirits. And also for me, it's more complex routines than other as a coffee competition competitions because mm -hmm. i do know that you are really interested in all of the molecular molecular stuff and um you're incredibly skilled with uh i would say like the physical and chemical part of how to make drinks yep yeah, um, thank did you. You do this, um, and you competed twice right in coffee and good spirits in the ukraine No, I competed more than twice. I'm competed. Uh, the first one is like re regional competition, not uh -huh. like a national. It was uh, 2017. After oh. that, I compete in a national. I get place number four. Uh -huh. After that, I compete 2018 second place. Mm -hmm. And 2019, I win first one when mm -hmm. we compete together in Berlin. Yes, we did. Yeah, and uh, one more time when I win in Lviv National and compete here in Milan already. So it's five or four times. Wow. Would you say that uh, Coffee in Good Spirits is a very popular competition in Ukraine? Uh, from year to year, it's uh, always different, you know. Mm. So one time we have like 20 competitors and okay, one time wow. we have only seven, you know. It's always uh, strange things because it's super, I think it's also expensive and mm -hmm. difficult to, to prepare this because you have like only months in general to make a cocktails because, you know, the sponsor alcohol. Yeah. But only seven is really funny because there's a lot of countries like Germany, for example, where we don't even get six competitors together. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so um, it shows me because I've heard this a lot about Ukraine that um, there's just the competition scene in Ukraine is just really good and and people are really excited to yeah. to compete and to go on stage and to give a good show which is really incredible um, and then you worked for uh, the coffee company um, Fund Coffee Fund genau right yeah and um, yeah. what were your jobs there so as i say like i'm super multitask person in this case <laughs> yeah. because uh, i help with the uh, like employees as uh, baristas like hr and the part-time so i have like interview with the barista after this i'm coaching them to to work in a coffee shop and uh, leaving for a manager help to organize all drinks all kind of new menus and uh, like quality control of tasty coffee in a few coffee shops in Dnipro. Uh, it's my first part in a, in a job in Ukraine. And second part is a roastery. So I work as a green coffee sourcer and uh, I have fermentation project in uh, several countries, such as Central America and uh, Africa. It's like directly trade farmers what work a long time together with our company. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, so in the roastery, it's more about the green coffee and uh, like roasting, cupping all day. You're also a Q grader, right? Yeah, I have. Did you, did you do this uh, with this company? Uh, yeah, 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 we do it together. So in, in our company works a uh, total three Q graders. It's head roaster, me, and uh, as a, uh, my friend is also like a quality control manager in, mm. in the roastery. Can you quickly explain what Q-Grader means? So Q-Grader is like a person who really is super expert in the cupping of coffee to describe the flavors, the quality of green beans, the processes and uh, the roasting. I think it's like super complex. And this actually is this guy who can give a score, cupping score to the coffee and decide the specialty or not the specialty coffee. Hmm. Yeah, kind of this. Um, and you have to have a license to do this, right? Uh, yeah, you have to make a test to become your Q grader. Yeah, you have yeah. 19 exams to, to pass it. It's 19. 19. Yeah, it's super hard. Yeah. At, at three days. Yeah, that's so. why I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's uh, really pushed you up, you know. Yeah, and... yeah I, I believe you because um, I've tasted some of the coffee that you've sourced and it's a. Uh, 
it's really, really, really amazing. Um, and then I also know that you are doing, well, you are specialized in another project or yep. in another way how to make coffee. And that's your instant coffee, right? Yeah. It's Can you super... tell a little bit about that? Yeah. So this project, we call it the Pulsk. Pulsk uh, in Ukrainian word is means like uh, start or ready to go or something like this. So uh, this is uh, instant specialty coffee. So it's first in Ukrainian who I'm first who make it in Ukraine directly. I have a lot of times when uh, COVID times was in uh, Ukraine. <laughs> COVID yeah. coffee, yeah, let's make yeah. instant coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just uh, sit in my apartment and say like, okay, what I can do for a people who don't come in a coffee shop because it's scary, you know, and everybody want to drink coffee. Uh, actually in Ukraine it's super popular, like a drip bag coffee, you mm -hmm. know, or a capsules, but drip bag you need like, also scales or something to to make it uh, like good and uh, the quantity is not too much like around like 150 or 120 meals so it's pretty less in ukraine the people drink a lot of coffee so it's batch brew is super popular drinks in a coffee drink in a in the dnipro actually so yeah and i decided to make this instant coffee start to research the old processes how it's making the commercial things how it's making the world uh, uh order the samples from another country such as uh, like united states uh, and uh, germany also from the barn and uh, mm. other things i cap it like okay this is not bad this is actually great and it's possible to make it and i start to develop my own like machine to extract the coffee beans and get like this concentrate so basically is a instant coffee is a freeze-dry process so you get some liquid freeze it into around minus 50 degrees by celsius and dry it in a vacuum machine to to get this dry uh, concentrate as an instant coffee means and after that you must like just decide the form what it will be because it's like a It's uh, after the freeze drying process, it looks like uh, blocks with uh, mm. just super hard blocks. And you must grind it also or make another form for this. Yeah. Yeah, super easy. Sounds super easy. <laughs> yeah. So actually, it's a super easy product for customers, you know, yes. <laughs> because you can brew it anywhere with any water or alcohol or make it with a pastry and a confectionery. So you can make a liquor or whatever you want, you know. I just find it absolutely incredible that you did this by yourself uh, and at home as well. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, super, <laughs> super weird for my neighbors, <laughs> actually, <laughs> because it's my like uh, area who tasted all coffee, what I have. Also a bad coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, yeah. And... Can you just quickly tell our um, listeners how old you are? Because you are a person that just does so much and that has already achieved so much. And, um, yeah, I'm I'm super young, I hope. <laughs> it's yes, you are. I'm to 26 years old. Yeah, so it's not too much. Uh, but <laughs> time to time, I think I uh, feel like an old man. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you do so much. No, yeah, um, because I'm Ukrainian. <laughs> yes, I was. So what I find really incredible is when I met you the first time. You were just like, oh, and then just by the side, you always said like, oh yes, and then I did this, and then oh yeah, and I did this, and, yeah, yeah, oh yes, and I have a coffee farm there, and then yeah, okay, yes, I do instant coffee, no problem. <laughs> like, oh my god, what do you not do? Um, so yes, it's it's incredible how humble you are about all of those things as well. Um, But I want to ask you if we can talk about the recent developments in the Ukraine and what happened from February on, because obviously your life changed a lot. Yeah. Um, and if you can yeah, share your story with us a little bit. Yeah, sure. So I have a regular life between uh, the war starting, before the war starting, and then the 24th of February. Uh, I have actually plan of cupping, public cupping with the customers in our coffee shop in uh, 24 February at 11 o'clock. And uh, this really surprised me that 
I should cancel this cupping because it's super dangerous and uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's really a funny story because like uh, everybody packed their stuff and go uh, across the border or something, you know, and uh, I just write a message to the group that no cupping today, you know, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So at that day, because you already told me the story, at that day you told me that um, you got woken up by a message from your friend, right? Yeah, yeah. He, and... he called me like around uh, five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Uh, so I, as, uh, I, I saw or I heard about the explosion outside, but maybe it's kind of film because I'm always asleep uh, when I feel I'm watching a movie or something. And it's like, okay. But yeah, a friend told me like, man, it's starting. Take your stuff and uh, go to other city, like across the city to more safety places like... Uh, friends home you know where we all uh, come together for some party or something else and it's like big house we can like join there yeah and uh, just pick up the him and uh, we go to this house and sit for a couple of days there and uh, watching the news starts to research something like what's happening actually because it's super panic at first and mm. uh, nobody's was great organized Yeah, and after a couple of days, I think two, we start to research the volunteer center and other things to to help the people, to help the soldier, and yeah, to be like, um, like I don't know how to say it better. Uh, you work be, in the hospital, right? Yeah, you yeah. At the hospital as well. Yeah. Yeah, because I basically have like a medicine, like diploma, like as a doctor. I like a therapist, yeah, I think it's like this. Uh, yeah, and it just uh, helped to, as a nurse, yeah, to, to transport the people to get like basically medicine routine. Yeah, and uh, it's a burning uh, hospital, like who's burned up. He's been uh, bombed and blown up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I work there, and after that we start working with uh, guys from a company from a food coffee, and then my friend also. We bring we just delivered the coffee to volunteer center to the soldiers to the hospitals to just like help to try the normal coffee and then be focused on this time because it's super hard. A lot of people works like over 20 hours per day, and they is really tired. Yeah, and uh, after a few months in this routine, uh, I stayed in Dnipro and uh, decide to, like, so because at, at first when I start, we think like, okay, this may be like months or, or two, okay, free and it is finished, you know, mm. and because they really hope to fast end of this, like, uh, because, yeah, it's, we can like win and we also very... Uh, wait for this for our victory in this war or something better because we are super united and uh, this is so like uh, a lot of people united together in, in this time like whatever you we don't don't you don't know a lot of people around you but they are like one organized you know yeah, yeah. and then um Yeah, and at first, of course, uh, I lost my job, like, uh, not yeah. like a job, like uh, what uh, all I, I, I must do, like in a regular time. Mm. So it's not about the coffee quality and other things. Yeah. yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. And uh, after that, we stopped. You stayed in a bunker the whole time, right? You showed me. Uh, a couple of days, yeah. So oh. you just can wake up in, uh, at night and then at midnight and evening, and also like. Time to time, it's like uh, starts a bombing. You have like uh, you you heard the alarm, mm. and you should find some shelter, where whatever you been, you know, in a park, in a road, in a, in your apartment is better, mm. of course. Yeah, but if you like on a road, you must like just uh, find some safety place in a, in a two minutes to to go mm. to shelter. Yeah, or a urban maybe mm. it's better to save it. Yeah, and this is super stressful because you can't plan anything, you know. You, your plan is like, wake up tomorrow, that's all. There's mm. uh, no more plan. And uh, this is super sad because you... So I feel like uh, my life is super stopped. Like, I don't develop any... I can't organize myself, I can't uh, plan anything 
for the future because I don't know what happens. Is mm. I don't have any reason to to change anything. So uh, what I can do is just help people around me. That's all. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, and time to time we start to uh, adaptive to to this area and this vibe around, and try to live normal life. Yeah. Uh, we start to open uh, our coffee shops uh, because the barista who is employed is also need the money and the salary uh, because they need to, to work and they are really happy to work uh, with us in just in this difficult time, in this dangerous time actually, yes. uh, because it's kind of like uh, area of comfortable area. So uh, and our customers also come to our coffee shops and drink coffee and they get like comfortable zone no stress no news anything like before war you know mm. yeah uh, and you stayed until yeah still until uh, end of april end of april yeah yeah and then i mean i mean we all know that at the middle of middle of may i think uh, men yeah. couldn't leave the country anymore so uh, yeah so they basically and this is always uh, changes between the mm. rules so some men can leave some men not it's uh, always changes uh, okay. time to time yeah well you left with your brother right yeah i left yeah. with my brother at first uh, just because it's super stress so i have two brothers is 19 nine years old and 17 mm. Yeah, just uh, keep them and uh, go across the border as first to the Poland and after that to the Germany. They're in Berlin currently where I am now. Mm -hmm. And uh, my friends host me. And uh, from a couple of weeks, the sh their mom is coming and take them to the Poland. Yeah. Okay, so the rest of your family is now in Poland, yeah? Uh, part of them, yes. Part of them, yeah. And then you still have family in Dnipro, in Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So my mom works as a nurse in the hospital, so mm -hmm. she can't leave the, her work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, also my grandma there. How does it feel? How yeah, it's it always hard, sort of stress. Mm. Yeah, I start uh, calling every day in the morning, in the evening, ask how how they are them, mm. and uh, what is the situation around. Yeah. It's always different time to time. It's kind of safety or kind of not. It's always you don't know what is the plan of in Russia mm. for today. Yeah. <sighs> and you said you came to Berlin uh, just with a backpack, right? Yeah, I have just a backpack. So I left my <laughs> car. I left my old stuff. A lot of books, what I really love to, to read. Also about the molecular cuisine and other things. Yeah. Yeah, and left my apartment and uh, give for free for another family who actually I don't know and uh, <laughs> I hope if the partner is okay <laughs> yeah. because a lot of people come from other cities like Kharkov or uh, Lugansk to Dnipro because it's kind of 50-50 safe mm. place mm. yeah uh, yeah so in my backpack I have like two parts of shoes running shoes in the like for a rainy day things <laughs> a couple of t-shirts yeah and a cap yeah that's all <laughs> my yeah. macbook and a power bank <laughs> yeah. yeah enough for uh three months already here <laughs> mm. do you what do you think when you can go back earliest you don't know right uh, yeah, I don't know. So the last time, last like last week, was super bombing in Dnipro in the central area. Uh, a lot of people die there, mm. and this they bombing the factory of who produced the uh, like uh, rockets and mm -hmm. for, for, like uh, space, you know. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Um, but you're in Berlin now, and um, I hope you like it here. Yeah, it's summer is super cool. Yeah. yeah. Um and this is also when we kind of met. I think the first thing that I saw was a, a friend asking me if I can share your post because you were looking for work. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're looking at a remote job in a in a in a coffee. Yeah. And uh then I just shared your post and then 
um, our paths crossed at Röststätte. Yeah, in the Röststätte. Um, Röststätte is my old employer and they have always supported me with all of my championships and obviously all of my stuff, all of my championship glasses, cups, um, presentation wear um, and alcohol <laughs> <laughs> is all safely stored there. Um, thank you so much for that, Rostetter. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was kind of like a one plus one makes championship presentation for you because we could just work together. And considering you only had a backpack with two pairs of shoes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you obviously couldn't bring any of your equipment. Um, and I think it was maybe the end of May that we met for the first time yeah yeah end of may we meet and uh, discuss the conception yeah and we uh, i think the first day we just went through Restrader and i showed you all of the equipment yeah yeah and then we sat down at my apartment and i think we wrote yeah. down eight recipes in two hours yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was super uh, amazing actually for me because we were like super calibrated in, in a taste and we just like don't taste it <laughs> yeah so for all of the listeners that was actually quite interesting um, if you wonder how signature drinks or um, cocktails sometimes come to life um, mm. i think the easiest way is to sit down and to conceptualize what flavors would go together and you have a great background in molecular um, research and your friend is a chef And I also have, like, my background is being a chef. So I yeah. think that was for us a very productive, brainstormy day. And, yeah, we walked out of this and you were like, oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, easy. I really feel super calm after, after this meeting because I know what I must do. I just need to order some ingredients and start yeah. to mix it and find the right proportion. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. And then I had to go to the German Brewers Cup, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. With And your freezer. With my freezer, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I came back. And oh no, and then I had uh, two events afterwards and I came back and we had, I think, exactly 16 days or 17 days to train together. Yeah, plus and, minus two days and for yeah, weeks and, and two we days, yeah. Haven't had trained once together so from that day on mm -hmm. um i asked my bosses from ranchilio also thank you so much ranchilio for making yeah this thank possible. you so much Virginia, for nicole is yeah for this time they have um they have agreed that i can train you full-time and yeah full-time meant full-time right <laughs> yeah <laughs> full-time is full-time yeah Okay. <laughs> maybe it's better if you tell it from your perspective <laughs> you're <like> sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's also really like in a gym you know he's a personal trainer who pushed you up go 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 one more round one more round yeah and as a like two words what i know uh from nicole it's nine <laughs> obviously <laughs> when I want to do something and <laughs> shut up love that it's not for a text just read shut your the text. fuck up <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it was yeah. super funny yeah but it's really pushed me as a, as a professional and uh, yeah also we not compete around two years and this like kind of training for me so I remember all my mm, stuff from background and uh, this cool yeah Yeah, it was uh, super interesting for me to see because I obviously, I have never had a trainer. So I obviously only know how I train myself. Yeah, me too. And yeah, and you too, you never had a trainer before. Um, and for me, it's always just repeating, repeating, repeating the same thing over and over and over until it's perfect. Mm -hmm. And you just freestyled the text every <laughs> single time and it drove <laughs> yeah. me so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like from film, you know, Rocky Balboa second part. You know, <laughs> two boxers like who was uh, fighting be the, the first part and the second part he trained for uh, Rocky. <laughs> oh, yeah, but um, yeah, it was very fun. 
um it was also a couple of very hot weeks it was very productive um we i think the training schedule was every day we made um for the first week we just made the um, spirit bar drinks spirit bar spirit bar spirit bar bar, every day spirit bar um until you said i don't want to do spirit bar anymore and then i said (laughs) okay let's do stage (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, and uh, finally stage. Yeah, for stage we have like three days and yeah. and two and a half days for a final. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah. We really, really smashed that and condensed it all together. Considering also that, um, yeah, I mean, like other competitors or even I usually train like for at least a month or two, really, really intense, like I did with you. But other people obviously uh, were champions in 2019 or uh, start of 2020. And then they had um, a really long time to prepare. Mm, Yeah. And in your life just has changed so much. And then you obviously didn't have the, the possibility to completely prepare yourself before you went to Berlin and then, yeah, it was all super hardcore. <laughs> yeah, hardcore yeah, is the right uh, word. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm super happy with this because it's also helped me to, to live my old life, you know, because I'm basically I'm like compete and the, between the mm. competition I work and start compete again. So it's kind of sport for me. Mm. And this really helped me to, to feel better. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And then we packed your bags. Yeah, a lot of bags. <laughs> we had to buy another bag. <laughs> yeah. And the last uh, last time. <laughs> and yeah. then um, you had to fly one day earlier Before. than me. Yeah. I think you went on the Tuesday and I flew on the Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah. Um, and I had a couple of your fresh ingredients with me that completely exploded in my bag, but that was okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, you you were in Milan alone. Yeah, I were alone. It was actually also hard because I have like a lot of stuff, like around 60, 70 kilos with my mm. stuff, own stuff. Yeah, and uh, thanks God that I have elevator in the apartment because it really helped me to bring all my stuff in an apartment. Yeah, and I just broke one bottle of liquor, and uh, thanks God that the people helped me to find it in Milano, this uh, banana liquor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's also we was super stressful for me. Yeah, and we start preparing in a, in a Thursday, I think, yeah, or Friday. So, yeah, Thursday. The first Thursday. Thursday was bird bar. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe you can explain the competition a little bit, what we have to do, what's first, and what uh, was happening on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Yeah, so Coffee and Good Spirits, it's a super complex competition. So you have three stages. It's like Spirit Bar, when you have uh, five minutes to present your drinks, or for five minutes for uh, organize your staff and table, and uh, six minutes to present your drink. You must make two signature beverages. Uh, it can be cold or warm, and you must uh, use a sponsor alcohol for this, at least 10 mils. And make creative, uh, super cool, interesting, and uh, super delicious to inspire uh, the judges. Yeah, so it's like short round, but also super hard, because you have you don't choose uh, alcohol. It's become randomly, by cube or lotteria. Mm. Yeah, and the second round is a stage performance. You should make two drinks hot or warm and two drinks cold. And you also must super describe this temperature and how is <laughs> what is the effect on the taste and the flavor and how works the coffee and the alcohol yeah. in this temperature. So I know now this yeah, is super I'm important. laughing a little bit because we're going to tell at the end uh, a little bit about the debrief, um, but we'll keep that as a little uh, yeah. present for the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah. yeah, and then on the final day, on the Saturday in the finals, what did you have to do there? Uh, so you also have 10 minutes for prepare, 10 minutes from compete. You should make classic Irish coffee, but your own recipe. Uh, 
and the signature drink. It can be warm or cold, whatever you want. So it can be like in previously round, you can decide this drink or make absolutely new. Mm. Yeah. And the sponsor alcohols were really difficult this year. I, I thought I found them really difficult. Yeah. Um, because for the spirit bar, it was uh, Fernet. Fernet Branca, Antica Formula. Yeah. It's like sweet vermouth. And uh, Carpano Bitter. Yeah, which is a little bit like uh, Campari. Campari. Yeah. yeah. And then the, the mandatory alcohol for the stage was it's gin. gin. Yeah. yeah, so you had to have the gin in the cold one and you had to have the gin in the warm one. And uh, on Thursday, I was actually working at a different stand. I was making cocktails and you were presenting quite late. Oh, you were number 15? Uh, I was number 17, 17 and we yeah. have like two more hours to wait to, to compete. Something Because nothing is, nothing is on time always. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah but that's the first okay. day is okay yeah the first day is okay yeah it was nice i'm super stressed and <laughs> i really don't remember how i can can compete in a in a competition time yeah it's, but it's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah i just say okay time and you just forgot all things and you're like blah blah blah, blah. say like automatic yeah uh, make it see this is what you get with a lot of repetitions you just start yeah. your performance you say everything automatic i think what you did for your um spirit bar was actually really cool because you've used the ultrasonic bars yeah and that shows your interest in um all of the molecular kitchen devices so you've used this to rapid infuse all of your ingredients right yeah so the, this bus is kind of area with a warm temp warm water what you can uh, bring all ingredients together and united them that's mm -hmm. why i call my drink unity mm -hmm. and uh, the example of this methodic is kind of uh, barrel aged alcohol so but and uh, more quickly mm -hmm. yeah. and you rolled the dice and the, the alcohol you had to use was the antica formula, antica formula right yeah. and we made a warm drink yeah, we made a warm drink. Uh, it's super nice. I think it's number two from my other drinks. Mm. Yeah, and uh, the ingredients was the uh, Antica formula, yuzu puree for a complex acidity, acid mix, what I make from malic acidity and citric acidity. Mm. And the method what I'm using for brewing coffee is Aeropress. It's super cool. And uh, this stage, I think, is a, is a better way mm -hmm. to, to make a coffee for a spirit bar. Yeah, and the liqueurs like um, Chambord and the Creme de Cassis mm -hmm. and the cup of soft cordial, what I make is from Cherry Blossom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but you've also prepared two other drinks. Um, all of yeah. those recipes, um, can our listeners look them up somewhere or read them somewhere, maybe on your website in the future also? Yeah, in the future I will make all list of my cocktails that I make with the recipe that everyone can make it in a, in a coffee shop and a bar to Amazing. try it. Amazing. Yeah, and also I start to practice a pop-up around Europe, like for a charity and I get donation for Ukrainian people. And if anyone interested in this, I also can make my drinks by myself in your place. Yeah. And how can they contact you? They just write me an email on Instagram or, yeah, just Google at me and you find. <laughs> <laughs> we find your website. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so after the first day, after your first time on stage, how was your feeling? How did you feel? Yeah, after the first day, I feel like, phew, yeah, I, I done this, this first round, yes. And I'm really happy to be on time and say all important things what I must say. Mm -hmm. by the rules yeah and just uh, start nervous more i think for stage because stage is super hard for me because i must do a lot of things there and uh, just have in 10 minutes yeah but uh, at the end of thursday i was super calm i start stressing at the uh, in the morning or friday <laughs> <laughs> um... or better to say all friday <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Friday was the next day. I was 
equally as stressed. <laughs> yeah, but you don't show this. You no, really I can't show you. Come on. I, so imagine I'm standing in front of you being like, oh my God, Vlad, I'm so stressed. <laughs> um, but yeah. actually on Friday, it was still okay, I would say, um, because you, was, you were again on quite late. Um, mm. And so we could try and dial in all of your drinks backstage and backstage was a really nice atmosphere with all of the people yeah um, and then we just prepared your trolley the trolley that you'd put all of your equipment on and that you can uh, roll out of stage and then i was um, also helping on the stage as a timekeeper so actually i didn't see so 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 much from your prep time in the back because mm -hmm. i was on the stage the whole time so how was that in the back uh so atmosphere is super nice a lot of competitors around and uh, they have a lot of interesting things in this super nice atmosphere when you saw a lot of champions in the self country and uh, it's really inspired you to to, to be there and uh, to to work with them so it's super cool moment and <laughs> Yeah, so I prepare all things and uh, starts to repeat my text, uh, look some food because I'm super tired because it's always like uh, delayed uh, my competition from hour to hour. Yeah, but uh, I feel like, okay, I can do this and uh, I remember all things. I'm not stressed about the words, I'm not stressed about uh, the drinks because I really know the drink is super nice uh, actually for me because I'm... Um, I really like that's how coffee brewing is in the stage because it's always can be different when you prepare in the hometown and uh, come to another country and start brewing your coffee. It can be completely changed. But finally, I get lucky and this be like extra good, actually. Yeah, our drinks were phenomenal. They tasted really, really good. I tasted them before you went on stage. And then your concept for the stage was um, very cute. Um You started with the hot beverage, yeah, which is called Mria. What is the Mria? It's a word, Ukrainian word for a dream. So, <laughs> yeah, that's why I explain. So I tried to be emotional on stage and bring uh, this emotion through my drinks. So you like dream and drink and feel these emotions. So Mria is dreams. It's it's super complex as a drink. And they super changes from sip to sip uh, because I actually use uh, a lot of uh, complex ingredients them, such as like cold brew liquor, cordials, acids, uh, different acids, and uh, also my coffee is super super complex. Mm. It's come from Colombia, is a Monteverde finca from Uila department, Colombia, and the sidra, yeah, it's anaerobic carbonic maceration sidra for eight hours. Yeah, that coffee was insane. It was very, very good. Yeah. Um, and then your cold drink. I think yeah. your cold drink was the drink where everyone in the crowd was like, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So I tried to bring always new technique, such as in Spirit Bar and in the semifinal and final, uh, that can use uh, like new one and get new flavor new style of uh, presentation and my drink called sunny rainy day in dnipro so the story between these drinks so you must imagine you walk around your favorite city at hot summer day and it starts rainy and that's i to emphasize this emotions and feeling from a rainy day in a summer day uh, i make my cloud so it's non-gravity edible cloud It can made by Vom technique. Uh, it's developed in, in Spain. So mm -hmm. my plan was get a trip to Barcelona and meet uh, with guys from university who made this uh, technique and uh, develop this product more, like understand it deeper how how it works. So I make a edible cloud from uh, gin. What I'm use it in my drink is a gin from roasted pineapples. So it's also new style of gin because it's super sweet and intense like uh, pineapple with uh, brown yeah. sugar because it's super non non usual for for a gin. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't taste like juniper or anything. Like yeah. it, uh, only a tiny little bit but the main 
flavor was super super pineapple yeah yeah uh yeah so and uh i make this cloud with the uh, helium uh, and that's why this cloud can fly and be like normal cloud you know in your own life and i put in these special holders over top of the cocktail and uh, this must be like the water base in a, in a, this cloud starts to condense it and it starts raining directly in your cup so it's like presentation of the rainy day in on a stage yeah yeah well, that was really incredible. Um, and everyone who is like now, like, I cannot imagine how this is. Um, I think you have the video of your presentation on Instagram so people yeah. can watch it. Um, and also in a YouTube, in a World of Coffee. Exactly. And YouTube as well. And the problem was just that you were very comfortable on stage and you were didn't want to leave. <laughs> yeah, just try to... <laughs> relax it in the end you're very the, relaxed in the semi-final i was like i say all things properly great but forgot that the timing is timing yeah and finish yeah. 10 10 minutes i think it was 10 minutes and one second um yeah maybe yeah my heart stopped a little bit yeah <laughs> uh, but you said everything it was okay and you made all of your drinks in time but because of this like very sudden finish and because everyone else was so strong um yeah and then everyone came out for the finals super late in the evening and then on the same day they said who's coming to the finals yeah and there was like how many people like over 28 i think that stood there mm -hmm. and then you know only six can go only yeah, six it's, it's super super hard to to go with the finals so it's actually super great that you compete in the world stage but come to the finals is like mission impossible always for me yeah yeah <laughs> and then they said who was the one they said first i can't remember the first one is of course uh, agnieszka yeah but who did they announce first was it agnieszka yeah i think yeah yeah and then greece greece and that's it Go Canada, yeah, Canada, exactly. And then the girl, the girl was no, because there was fourth was the girl from oh, I don't uh, remember the country, no, okay. Um, and then there was number five, and number six was left, and I was like, oh my god, yeah, yeah like, super it's, stressful. It's I'm coming number so five, hard. yeah. And the last one is Danny Wilson from Australia, yeah, and then you came fifth, and I. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I cannot yeah. believe it. Yeah, and in this time we already win because it's we impossible. already won. Yes. Yeah. That's what I said, I think, over and over to you. I said, We already won, we already won. <laughs> yeah. Relax, you're oh, and then we we went to the backstage and I remember that everyone kept Hello? coming to you. Yeah. Then we went to the backstage and I remember that Martin Huda came to us and he congratulated you and then he said, you have to drink a lot of Irish coffees tonight. Or you yeah. have to go home and prep. And then I just <laughs> looked at you and said, nine. No. Nine. <laughs> no Irish coffee for today. Nine kind Irish coffee. <laughs> um, yes, because I... Think I was very confident in the recipe that we've made at home. Yeah. And what happened uh, when I competed in 2019 in the finals was that I did not have a recipe for the Irish coffee because I never thought I would make it to the finals. And this is why I had to do 21 Irish coffees on the day before my finals. Oh my God. Taste them all. And you know how high I dose my Irish coffee, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That means per Irish coffee, I was using uh, 40 grams of coffee nearly. Um, so super, super high dose. And yeah, I didn't want this to happen to you. So I said, we're drinking <laughs> no Irish coffees. You're going home. You're going to go to bed. But obviously that wasn't so easy because you were super nervous. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, I, I can't sleep. Uh, a lot of people write me like, Vlad, consolation, you're in the final, you can do this. And you know, a lot of people from Ukraine like uh, say to me, like, you must win. So it's super big uh, like responsibility to 
to compete also from your mm. present your country and you super worried about this uh, actually in, in this time yeah and just close my eyes and remember all nights <laughs> you know I, I listen all sounds around and can't sleep but what's happening is saturday is really um, I, i remember this now when we have a practice in the morning at 10 mm. so i really like wake up okay i'm super like no stress and super calm i think because i'm over stress you know mm. and uh, i don't have emotions and we start to make a irish coffee and my drinks also mm. summer any day mm. and uh, i feel like a deja vu in this moment that i'm already be here and uh, and prepare for the finals so that's feels me like calm down and uh, super no stress and mm. um, i believe that uh, i can get good res uh, results from this so it's really interesting and uh, yeah i like these emotions well, what's also interesting uh, maybe for you was that after we tried the irish and after we were really happy with our drinks and we had to clean up i just said to you like uh, okay you clean up i quickly go outside and then i just went outside and i just cried <laughs> <laughs> really I was so nervous. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, and then, um, yeah, and then I came back and then you were super nervous and you were saying the text to me. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, I was so nervous that I uh, had to throw up a little bit in my mouth, but I couldn't let you know. So I just <laughs> backed up. <laughs> So if anyone doubts that trainers are really, really stressed, I think it was the most stressful thing I've ever done in my life, training you. <laughs> it was way worse than anything I've ever experienced. I was so much more nervous than if I would uh, go on stage. And then it was your time and the music started and I... <sighs> yeah. And it, I cannot say it differently, but it was magically. It was... The best thing I've ever seen. You had so much fun on stage. Your timing was exceptional. It, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I tried to be more fast and uh, on time. Then obviously more faster than a training time when we practice in the Rostete. Mm. Yeah, but it's really helped me to, to show all, all things with the cloud and uh, show this con conception to the judges how was it after the stage time for you how did you oh, feel i feel super happy i really mm. be super light no stress super emotional and uh, i really enjoyed what i what i do and uh, yeah it's the best moment i think before the announcement of results mm. yeah and i also saw a lot of emotion from uh, people who support me you ukrainians car company and uh ivo in ivona so super cool yeah and then there were the announcements yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah announcement was uh, amazing so yeah i i think like okay at least uh not uh, be to be six you know because it's really crushed me because i really feel like i make something interesting new and if i get six places it's same i'm not sure that i'm right way yeah but when i get one to one with agnieszka mm. to... that was crazy that yeah. was oh my god um yeah And I think Super. the Ukrainians just completely lost it. It was so loud. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. They um, become crazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was really amazing. So, yes, you placed second in the world. Um, not bad, I would say. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah not, not bad. bad. But, uh... <laughs> um, maybe now we can talk about uh, the little um, gossip that we were promising to the listeners with the debrief because mm -hmm. after the competition you directly go to your debrief yeah. and um, the points different was incredible between you in the third place I think it was 30 points which uh, is four and a half 
the, between the third. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, the points difference was huge. You really, really were outstanding. And um, the points difference between you and Agnieszka was 4.5 points. Yeah, it's super close. It's, it's super like... close. And yeah, and we went to the debrief and then you had one whole category Five. completely taking your points away because um, you didn't explain the temperature well enough. But when in fact you actually said it and they just didn't hear it. Yeah. So you would have what was on the paper 3.5 times two. So yes. Anyway. We anyway, were just sitting yeah. in the back in the back and we said, Oh my god, I cannot believe <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So at second minutes, in the world. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing results. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I think if we have more time, it's always maybe become better you know be not too much stress yeah but <laughs> but it's good and uh, i hope the judges is enjoy of my performance and yeah. they're really happy of drinks yeah so the, my point was bring new techniques show my skills and uh, do this as best as i can and i think we do this together for, with you mm. do you want to do it again uh, as your coach, yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm coach, I'm second place, you know. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. I mean, like, would you like to compete again? Yeah, yeah, I would like to compete again, maybe also in a barista competition. Maybe Brewers? <laughs> no. <laughs> no? First, first, your Brewers Cup, and yeah, yeah. we'll see. Yeah, maybe uh, in a barista competition, uh, I, I want to try myself. But for this, I need to live at least one year, I think, in a, some country and uh, work in a coffee. And after yeah. this, I can compete because in Ukraine, I don't know where, when I can compete. I remember that was a very emotional point where we were sitting outside in Milan and we were waiting for announcements and you were just saying like, I don't know if I, if or when I can ever compete for Ukraine again. Yeah. Um, and that was very, yeah, that really hit me because I was like, holy shit. Like, I know that I am so privileged here. Yeah? Um, and I'm very sure that in a year or so, there's probably going to be the possibility you're going to be adopted. <laughs> yeah. um, and then we can see you on stage again. Um, well, that was a very wild ride. Afterwards, mm -hmm. we partied a little bit in Milan. Yeah. Um, and now you're back in Berlin. Yeah. So what's mm -hmm. next? So I actually planning to make a pop-up. So what it's my most of point and they look some remote job or like consulting job mm -hmm. around Europe to, to help some roster company or producers to mm -hmm. make the product better so I can really surprise you with your coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and the first like close the future I have a trip to the Dublin, but it's complicated because now the government of Ireland is a little bit changed the visa status for Ukrainian, and mm -hmm. uh, it's a big questions now. Uh, what I have trip or I don't have it. Mm, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. But temporarily, I'm here in Berlin and super open to to work uh, and find some interesting project. Yeah, and uh, also the big point we start to prepare to your Brewers Cup. <laughs> that's very true yeah um so and mix a lot of water next week or this week yeah yeah so just for the listeners i'm preparing for the um brewers cup in world brewers cup in melbourne and um, i'm currently making my water by myself and um I have to just get a lot of water and the water that I'm using as a base is only comes in glass <laughs> bottles and I just have to carry crates of water every day home because there's no, there's not a single shop that delivers this water. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's the life of a competitor. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's actually yeah. a super interesting life, you know. You like a professional sportsman, actually. Yeah. It's like kind of Olympic Games in the coffee. Yes, it is. It is. That's why they say the the world championships are the Olympics of coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, last so in the meantime. You, I just want to say a little bit more about what you want to do with pop-ups or you said it earlier that people can um, contact you and then you can come to them and you want to make um, nice little cocktail evenings or just coffee uh, coffee shifts yep. and the money that you make with this you will donate mainly, obviously you have to live it a little bit, but you also want to donate it towards the Ukraine, right? Yes, yes, sure. Yes. So um, if anyone wants to book you or work with you, they can just message you um, and find you online. Um, and as a coffee person or as a normal listener of this podcast, um, if we want to help the Ukraine, is there anything that you could recommend? Is there an organization that you can really recommend? Um Yeah, uh, I will make a post of like a coffee society who can read and uh, maybe they can like support the Ukrainian coffee roasters to buy just the coffee, try mm-hmm. it because it's still available to support the soldiers just buying coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you get really nice coffee, interesting or and also help people. So it's nice opportunity for coffee. And what's really surprising is that the shipment all works really fine still, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. It's so, kind of free for weeks and you get your coffee. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, Vlad, it's been an hour already. Yeah, super cool. Uh, <sighs> time was super fast. Yeah, <laughs> like on stage. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, I can just say that meeting you really has... Um, enriched my life and you have given me one of the best experiences um, in my professional coffee career that I could ever have. Um, Sharing such an intense time with someone being there every day um, (laughs) from the morning till the evening was, yeah, it was also very new for me. And yeah, together we really rocked it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, the super team. Really, super team. <laughs> yeah, like um, a superman. Yeah, it's cool. It's for me. It's really like a pleasure to to be with you, and uh, also you super inspired me to don't give up. You know, push it and do it. And uh, thank you that you believe in my concept and uh, me also because it's really really inspired me to to be in a in a coffee. Yeah. And I think what really was interesting for me is because um, I am I am personally very opinionated, and um, if I think something is a is a good or a bad idea, I don't have a very nice way of saying it. Mm-hmm. Like and <laughs> because I just say nine. Yes. <laughs> and working with you has made me realize um, that. <laughs> Yeah, thank you for this. It's really work with me. Like <laughs> nine blood, <laughs> no flowers in a, in a coffee cocktails. <laughs> no flowers. No garnish in a cup. Yeah. But it made me uh, question myself. Maybe I should be a little bit nicer next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now it's uh, I'm your coach. Yeah, like a part-time coach. <laughs> uh, well, I can't wait. Um, hopefully we will go together to Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah. Um because you're also you also applied for your visa there. And then if anyone in the near future wants to see us, um hopefully both of us in September mm-hmm. in Melbourne at the Mice. And otherwise uh, currently still in Berlin. Thank you so much, Vlad. It was so much fun. Uh, yeah. thank you for sharing your story so far. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to see what comes next. Sure. Thank you so much, Nicole. This was super good for me. And uh, have a nice day today because it's maybe go to the, some pool, relax on the lake. I don't know. I think I'll just do a foot bath <laughs> at <laughs> yeah. home and sit in front of my fan. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> All right. Um, cool. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. Thank you so much.
At this point, I would like to thank Rancilio Germany again for supporting this podcast. And for me, this episode was really important and special because I think that Vlad really is a very special person. And I'm very, very happy that I got to meet him and that I could work together with him because he has shown me that no matter what life throws in your way and no matter how bad things seem, if you are motivated and if you have a goal, you can reach it and it can make your life a little bit better and most of all coffee actually can unite people and I've seen that happen and it was a very very great experience for me myself um thank you all so much for listening and I think we've said it enough in the podcast but one more time if you would like to have a fundraising event with Vlad please message him over his channels or over his Instagram his name is Vladislav Demonenko And thank you so much for listening. It was an absolute pleasure for me. I will be recording a couple of more episodes with other comp uh, coffee competitors in the near future. So keep tuned and I can't wait to hear you next time. Bye.